0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co host, Tim Taylor. And I know that we've been saying that we want to stay positive recently, but that just ain't going to happen tonight.
1: No. Because
0: way. there's a lot of negativity to discuss. I'm feeling pretty hot about both teams right now, but I. I don't even know where to I don't even know where to begin. Let's start with where the
1: night was, which I guess was on the ice, right?
0: Okay. So, yeah, we're recording this after the Bruins game. The Bruins lost to the New Jersey Devils uh 3 to 2. Almost came back at the end of the game there, but did not quite, you know, complete the yet another comeback like we've been doing. Uh but I will say that we got outplayed the entire game. We well, we pretty much looked like garbage most most of the game and I have changed my tune on something here, Tim, and I think I need to address it with you. And I think you're going to probably give me a hard time about it. So, Oh, I'm ready. I think I am on your team now. Okay. With how, how do you possibly give the cup out to a team for winning the season? And the reason I say that <laughs> is because I'm getting, I'm getting very fed up with this, the postponing of games and whatever. Look throughout the entire league. I'm not just talking with the Bruins. I mean, we've had a bunch of games already postponed and moved and rescheduled and all that. Um, but it, it's the same type of thing that we went through last year, where we get hot and then we get shut off. You know, and we, we didn't have a game here for almost a full week. I mean, we had a game five days after our last game, and it, it's becoming a problem. It's very clear that, you know, this Bruins team, I, I was worried about the time off from the from the jump. You know, I was really worried that we weren't going to get in a rhythm, and for a while there, we were doing very well. We You know, we were... Um, really getting on a, on the right track and doing everything. Not to say that we're not now. I mean, we're still top four teams in the league here. Uh, but it's starting to get really frustrating with all of these teams that there's no repercussions. And yeah, listen, I get it. Like, people get COVID. It's not on purpose. Um, I don't know if these teams are making careless mistakes, but it's affecting every other team in the league. They're rescheduling games, our games that, are because others, other schedule needs to be uh, moved around for other teams. So, you know, it's starting to get really tough to to get into a rhythm here, and I don't know if you feel the same way or if you think that it's affecting the team as badly as I do, but, you know, i obviously like to get your take on it.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still on that team. I'm still in that camp. Uh, it just it feels weird. I have problems with the playoff structure, and, you know, I, I guess the argument – you know, to play our own devil's advocate is everyone's going through the same thing, and it's just like, yeah, but what what everyone's going through is is unknown. It's just consistent unknown. There's no, there's no, there's nothing you can count on. There's nothing you can bank on. I was thinking about how interesting it is basketball versus hockey, because in basketball, it's like almost any team would kill for this kind of time off a little bit. I mean, now there's these questions of whether people are going to even get to finish full seasons and and whatnot with the amount of shutdown. But, like, hockey, it's just, like, it's so interesting that we just, in, a, in the much more physically demanding sport, we need to play. We need to play. We need the consistency. We need to ke- keep momentum. We need to keep chemistry afloat. And, then, yeah, it looks like, what, five days, six days just flattened us, crushed us.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's very clear. They came out a little bit flat there, and, and New Jersey clearly had the better. Uh, but, look, they, they were off a bunch of days as well. I mean, we were supposed to play them on Monday that game got postponed. So, you know, right. it's not like they didn't have the time off as well. I'm not using that as the excuse that, you know, well, look, they, they had games and we didn't, and this is what happens because we're in the same boat in that scenario. But I'm talking this is happening more often than than I think anybody would like to see when the, when the season got going. I mean, we already had two games scheduled with Buffalo this year. Those both got postponed. I mean yep. th- you're talking we haven't played Buffalo what, yet. What? 3 to f- 3 to 5 days worth of games like that they didn't play. And I think that in hockey it really helps to stay loose and to stay like really getting into that groove and and you know they shuffled up the lines there tonight and it didn't work. But I mean it's just a really I don't know man it's it's frustrating and I don't know if you how would you feel about teams that are, like, say this happens again where New Jersey gets put on the COVID list so, with so many players that they have to postpone games again. How do you feel about the second time around forcing teams to take a loss?
1: Uh, I mean, at a certain point, I feel like you have to do that. I mean, how long can this season be stretched? The idea is this season gets out of the way, and then you, you go somewhat back to normal next year, i got to imagine, right?
0: Well, and that's the other thing too. It's like you keep pushing these games and the season's going to go till August, and then you're going to have a month off, and then they're going to go into the preseason in September if they want to do a regular full season and whatever. And then you got players getting injured and all that kind of stuff, you know? So it's just it's it's a bad look, and I don't think that I don't think that they're being as strict as we thought they would be, you know? I really thought that hockey was one of those those Sports that really kind of polices itself. Like a lot of hockey players and teams seem to be sort of tight-knit and they hang out around each other. Um, well, we've seen people get in trouble it's for that. Cl- right, but it, and it's clear that something else is going on too and I, I don't know what that is, but I, I don't feel like there's any repercussions for any of this stuff aside from them just postponing games and players not getting to play and that's it. Aside from the Ovechkin You know that group that was obviously a different situation, and they got fined a hundred grand or whatever it was. But I I think that there needs to be more of that. There needs to be a a reason for them not to to get COVID, and whether it's on purpose or not, like maybe they're maybe they're not being careless. And you know, I'm just speculating here. It could be that who knows? They ordered room service at the hotel because they didn't want to leave the room, and the person had COVID that brought their food. You know, and I'm just saying like there's obviously situations where it's unavoidable but it's happening very often now and and it's starting to seem like the only way to get any of these seasons through is with a bubble
1: yeah i mean i I think that's totally the case i don't think there's any plans to have a there's no bubble backup plan i it'll be interesting to see how they handle this because right now it looks like the season's going to end in december (laughs) it's just like
0: it's ridiculous yeah right I don't get it. And I think that people, you know, I don't know if, if players or just people in general are just over this whole thing and they want to just do what it, do whatever they want and it is what it is. And they're kind of just like, you know, we've gone so far through this. It's been a full year almost here. And, uh, and the vaccine's coming up pretty quickly. And you got to imagine that hockey players or professional athletes are probably going to be getting it or – have already started getting it or whatever before the normal um, general population. Uh, so I, I just, I think that that's an know, interesting again, thing to talk it's... about
1: because I do think that there's a weird stigma with that, and there's you okay because they're not essential and they are doing this just for business. And I I do feel like every league is kind of trying to carefully carefully watch their like PR with that because they don't want to get in too early.
0: Right. Well, at the same time though, do they have to say I mean behind closed no, that, doors, how many I, no, people have gotten right. the vaccine? People, yeah, people could be right. getting
1: vaccinated right now. I mean, we also don't know people yeah. people's health conditions. Like there's health conditions that apply. Uh even in California that too. on on the on March 15th, you're going to be able to to get it if you have this 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 and this type deal. Um Yeah. So, you know, yeah, there's totally people who might already have it. And then there's also situations where, you know, hospitals have been giving out shots because people haven't been getting enough of them and there's the expiration date you know you never right, know right. And, and we won't know because if someone did that it's it's going to look bad it's going to look bad if the guy who's in great shape who is a professional athlete who isn't really at risk from for dying from covid based off of numbers not based off of actuality cuz you know we've seen exemptions across the board but you know it's 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 going to cause a stink if if that person gets it before you know Grandma Louise in in Idaho got it. You know,
0: no, and you make a good point about you never know what certain players have for um for you Re-existing know exceptions conditions. to the rule as yeah. far as right, right. I mean, you you got Domi in the league. He's got. We know that he has. He's a diabetic, and who knows what else. Yep. So I, I think that one they of the make things, exceptions for.
1: That's one of the new exceptions, right. at least for here in California. Yep. Type and Chara's
0: yeah. probably gonna. He probably already got it. I mean, he's sixty-five yeah. plus, right? Char, so Chara's been
1: in the age range. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he hit that first wave probably. Um,
1: but you got you got to have but staff yeah, I mean, that's that's got it, you know. There's got to, there's got to, of course, I, yeah, I I refuse to believe there isn't six. I know. I'm sure there isn't an abundance of 65 or older people who have gotten it, but there's got to be a good amount of them.
0: Um, Well, I mean, think about all the owners and the GMs and stuff. I mean, you you look at, uh, not Shirelli, but you look at Jacobs, he's like 97 years old and he's been knocking on death's door for the last 15 years. So. I think that he probably has already gotten it, and there's probably a lot of other owners in the league who are older and they've got it as well. And I'm going to withhold. Never any, know.
1: any comment on Jacobs and how old he is and
0: death. I'm just going to hold a, just gonna <laughs> it. Just <laughs> going to withhold it. I hopefully I didn't just curse him. And like in the, the next <laughs> episode we do, it's a hey, listen, he was a he was an owner hey, that listen, was for sure. But now is Andrew's bad. <laughs> yeah hey andrew's
1: bad on that one guys
0: (laughs) i don't know man i'm just frustrated i'm frustrated with the whole thing because i feel like i see i see the whole thing happening again where we just get on a roll and we do really well and then things get taken out from under us so we start slowing down and then injuries start piling up and and the season's the season's gone before you know it. Yeah, and I mean, again, listen. I mean, I, I'm t- I'm saying this. I'm saying this like we lost five games straight. Look, we, right. we lost two games straight, yeah. two games in a row, and, and I think the three best team in, the NHL, in regulation right? this year.
1: And we're still the best team in the uh, NHL I think, I, right now.
0: Well, Toronto's number one in the league. Oh, okay, and then I ain't scared of Toronto. And I it's like, be. yeah, exactly. So shout out to Joe though. <sighs> gotta gotta say it's probably the, on Joe. Definitely. He's he's the reason that uh, Austin Matthews is having so much success this year. He's on his line. He's giving him, giving him that confidence. Um, for sure, Jumbo's doing it out there. It's all Jumbo. But anyways, screw Toronto. Screw this COVID situation and all these canceled, postponed games. I'm over it, dude. I'm over it.
1: Yeah, I'm with that, man. Um, I'm so over all of it and being inside and... Everything like that, but at the end of the day, and I do think we differ here, it's like uh, I'll, I'll take this form of hockey. I, I mean, I think they should be able to pull up their entire AHL program so these games happen or, or something. Just I don't understand the roster well, slots. The so, NBA hasn't figured this out as well. Add roster slots. I don't get it. Right,
0: that. and I agree with you. I agree. I think that that part is is definitely fair. I mean, these, these games... I I think that the reason if there's a so okay if we have a two game series and you postpone the first game, like it might it makes more sense to me because then you test everybody, make sure that their exposure wasn't spread throughout the team. But we got both those games against Buffalo postponed. I, I mean, they have an AHL team; they can bring players up. But yeah. I just I think that it's the whole exposure thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just think you got it.
0: So and. Yeah. and it, the other side of it is like so we get the game coming up against Philly on Sunday. We have the outdoor game, which is gonna be awesome. It looks like it's gonna be really cool. The setup is great. But earlier today, their coach had confirmed that everybody that was on the COVID uh like list is not gonna even travel. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 7 players including their captain and a couple of their best players for Philly. So yeah. we're basically playing against their AHL team here. Good. We deserve but that. But they're still going to play the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's not pretty and it's not right and and I you know, I still agree it shouldn't be for the Stanley Cup. But it is. And here we are and th- this it's funny to be talking right after this Devils game because you know, some of my fears that went out the window or or some of my fears that I threw out the window a few weeks ago when I was like, we're good, and I think we can t- take this division as the number one seed, you know, we, 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 saw, we saw the issue tonight. We weren't banged up at all. We just took time off, and we lost to the Devils. The Devils who are, you know, everyone's pretty sure, not going to make the top four of this, not going to be in the playoff picture. And that's my same fear with Buffalo. It kind of scares me we haven't si- sized up with Buffalo yet. They just seem to always turn on for us and we got to play them seven to eight times this year it's it's just uh it's it's weird man it's fluctuating the nba started a certain way and now is it just kind of feels like a different game my god playing fantasy sports this year has been a nightmare i'm oh and eight in one league and i'm two and seven in another it's not going well how did i get another w- loss in another league i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, ignore the math just know that i'm suffering um it's just it's it's strange and it's it's not right, but I, I still take it over no sports, and uh, but it's, it's going to be frustrating, and, it, and it's, it's going to suck, and it's going to suck more than this. This is not the worst it's going to get. We haven't even had it, oh my God, knock on every piece of wood on the gosh damn planet. We have not even had a COVID issue on our own team yet, really.
0: Yeah, and see, and that's the thing is like some of these teams are being very good about it. That's not to say that it won't happen, as you said. Like, could be knock luck on too. wood here, could but be like luck. everyone
1: could be acting the same but, way. Could just be luck.
0: Yeah, I, I, I suppose, but I mean, it's ravaging some of these teams. The fact that Philly is not dressing seven of these guys in the game, the you know, I don't want to call in the, in it the, the biggest m- game of the season, but NH- it's the most. NHL like, would put it up
1: there. They're, maybe the Bruins right. and, and the Flyers aren't putting it up, but NHL's putting it up there. It's one of their biggest games of the season. It's the gimmick game. Of I course. mean I don't I don't want to call outdoors right. a gimmick, but it is. I love the outdoor games. I'm not trying to diminish it. I, I love that they're doing this. I hope it never stops, and I love that it counts as a legitimate game, which is also kind of crazy when we think about it, but now we're so normal with it. But it's a gimmick, and it's a big gimmick, and they don't even have right. fans, and they already don't like that. By the way, Sully might want to come on later and, and preview that Tahoe setup. Uh, I'll see if he's around later. Yeah, I'll yeah. Really yeah. Have on. But um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, listen. I, I I'd love to take that W outdoors. Also, I should stop saying like we're gonna win just because they have seven <laughs> seven guys from down below. Because I bet that Philly team could beat this New Jersey team that we just lost to. So, I well, don't
0: know. but that's the thing too is those are always the teams that you lose to. You think you're gonna go in and get an easy yeah, win right. against a team that's hurting with COVID or whatever it is, and then they come in and they smoke you. That's my. Like, that, it's not going to be that's an easy what I'm win.
1: Saying. Yeah, that's what. That's what I go back to with my biggest fear of this entire divisional setup to begin with is just that we could lose every game to Buffalo and and, and New Jersey. I mean, we haven't. We've you know we've we're now losing the series with New Jersey or it's one one and one, but that's yeah. losing. You know, um, it's just it, it's not fun with that. You have to. You need to have room to lose to the Caps and lose to. I mean, God, I mean, we should beat the Penguins, but if you're going to lose the Penguins, you, you got to have room to do that, and you don't. You lose that room when you drop any of these games to Buffalo and New Jersey.
0: Well, not to mention, and the Rangers, How many games have we gone to overtime too, where we've given everybody a point?
1: Yeah, yeah, and you we, know,
0: all these teams that we're we're fighting them for a playoff spot, and we are giving them points left and right. Yeah, we're keeping them in the race even with wins.
1: Right. Yeah. It's 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 well. Uh, it's it's fascinating though. It's interesting to me. I really do find it interesting. But yeah, I, I'm totally with you. That it feels weird that we're this is all being played for Lord Stanley. It, it does. I don't have the answer I f- to it, but I, I, it does. It just it's not going to feel normal no matter what. And even if we hoist I that flipped. cup, I really think that I'll still say we won the asterisk year more so than last year because last year at least started as a normal year.
0: Right. I don't know man. I think it's still early in the season. I think that maybe once we hit the halfway point, maybe I'll be back to the where, where I was before. Uh, again, I mean every team does have to deal with this stuff. We're not the only team who's had games postponed. There's been plenty of them around the league. We see it all the time now like I get a notification like once a week saying that 10 different games with with all these different teams have been rescheduled to all these times and dates have been pushed back and times and all whatever. So we're not the only ones it's the same thing that I kind of argued at the beginning where everybody has the same shot and everybody has the same chances of basically potentially getting their games postponed and whatever. So I I do still have a bit of that in the back of my mind where, you know, everybody's going to have to deal with some garbage this year, but it's just, it really is hurting us right now. Because we can't get into the groove, and I thought that we had it for a while, and then we had all this time off, and you know we play Philly on Sunday, and then we don't have another game until Thursday again. It's the real. Ad- we got we got three days off in between that.
1: That's the real adversity of the Boston so, Bruins. It's overcoming time off. It really is. They I, they can, it's it's strange. We're always banged up somewhere. I mean, not as bad as the Celtics, but you know. We overcome injuries like it's no one's business, especially even in a playoff series. We overcome just losing full-on guys until it's the guys that we really can't lose. CC Twenty Thirteen, when Patrice Bergeron—I don't know if you guys have heard of him—played with a pierced lung for several games. Um, you know, we can <laughs> overcome that, but we can't overcome time off, and it's—it's it's cra- and it's always been a thing. And I know this isn't the same team, even from last year. But it's always been a thing. The Bruins, like we need that momentum. We need that thing, and that's going to be a major adversary, like you know, you know, a major thing to come over for this season.
0: Well, that's when you really see them start to play well. Is when they get a couple wins under their belt, and they really start to feel like they're doing it, and and their power play is kicking and all that. It, it's it's something that they do actually need for the confidence of some of these some of these guys specifically. I'll name a few as, like, Pasta and JD. Like, DeBrusque really needs that couple good games in a row to get him to actually play well. If he has a couple... If he has a a good game, then they're off for a week... Or off for four days, and then he has a bad game, he's all thrown off. Like, this kid can't seem to dig himself out of a hole sometimes, which, look, I understand. I mean, he's a 20-something-year-old kid playing in the NHL, and it's hard, man. So... I, I want to see players like him succeed, and it's tough for them to get into the groove when there's no, like, real structured schedule around. Like, it's it's tough. So, I'll throw I a, don't know. I'll throw we got the Philly game on Sunday.
1: Marshawn needs, yeah, needs constant. Yeah, go for it. Marshawn is like a kid with ADD. He needs constant stimulation or you lose him a little bit. That's why I think he's always rusty yeah. coming out of the gates, and I, I, I didn't see anything. I, I felt like I didn't see him on the ice tonight a little bit.
0: Yeah. I don't know. As as Bill Belichick would say, we're on to Philly. Yeah,
1: we're on to Philadelphia. And now and now you and I, I guess, are are we on to the parquet?
0: Well, one more thing before we move on from that, I will say uh, that the game on Sunday was scheduled for 3 p.m. Eastern time, and now it is 2 p.m. So it's, it's an hour earlier for you as well.
1: I'm just shaking my head. Anyone at home who's wondering what's happening? <laughs> Why the hell do I have to wake up um, at the for that? Come on. Uh.
0: Actually, no. I do have a. I do have something else to say about the brooms before we go to the to to. Let's do it. Man. Basketball. Let's do I, it. And I it better not be positive. I don't we know if you had happen... anything positive yet. Oh, <laughs> it's not positive. I don't. I don't know if you happen to see this on Twitter. If somebody had posted it or if you read it. But th- I will tell you why I don't listen to sports Hub anymore and I'll tell you why I don't listen to talk radio anymore or sports radio in Boston anymore and it's because when they finally talk about the Bruins they have the stupidest takes I've ever heard in my life. And you so were up in Mass today.
1: Do you in the morning show with that or like the, did you get it like Toucher I and Rich? I used
0: to I, I used to love Toucher and Rich and I understand that they were less of the less about Sports and more of, like, a morning show with sports thrown in there. Um, But Felger and Maz is a sports show. Like, that's what they talk about is sports the whole time. That's it. So Maz's hot take today was he would trade David Pasternak and a first-round pick or two first-round picks for 33-year-old Sidney Crosby. So, like, I know that they're stupid. I know that they're dumb, but I didn't know he was that stupid. They're, here's the thing. Max like, Kellerman. Max Kellerman. You know Max Kellerman,
1: right? ESPN personality. Yes. He's the new Skip Bayless. Max is a very smart sports guy. I honestly believe this. I listened to, When I moved out to L.A., I started listening to L.A. sports radio for a while. When I was in my car a bunch, I listened to his takes. He has some hot ones, but he's actually a smart guy. One of the things he very much knows and he's very studied in is boxing. And he's good with that. And you'll notice if you're ever watching first take, whenever he talks about boxing, he's not hot take man anymore. I don't know why the Sports Hub and all these local places and all this thing, I don't know why they saw the Skip Baylisses and the Stephen A's and the Max Kellermans, and they figured, you know what our our local radio needs? That. Just a hot take. Felger and Maz are the are just hot takes.
0: I don't even believe that Maserati believes that. I really don't. I see I do. I do. I think that he's doing it just for the ratings. He doesn't watch the ra- the, He doesn't grasp ratings.
1: He doesn't watch that.
0: Right. That's I, the thing. That's the thing is that he he's just saying it because he knows that somebody like me is gonna which I never would, but somebody like me is gonna call into the Sports Hub just to argue with him about it because he's an idiot and it pissed me off. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I, yeah. I, I... L- listen, listen. I-, I will make a trade for Sidney Crosby. Don't get me wrong. I'm not training David Pasternak, and I'm sure as hell not training him and a first round pick or two first round picks. Like, he's just saying those things to get a rise out of people, and it works because he's an idiot, but it's just, a, it's not even a hot take. It's just a stupid take.
1: I'll give you Bjork and maybe Krejci. That's it.
0: Listen. I will give you – you're talking about a team that's going into a rebuild right now. And not to get too far into this, but they have talked about trading Sidney Crosby. Nobody ever comes to Boston. So everybody who thinks that he's going to come to Boston, you're out of your mind. Yeah. If he does, I'll eat my words and I'll be happy. But I will give him – like right now, I would trade them to a rebuilding team. Jake DeBrusk, Bjork, and a very solid defenseman, whoever that may be. Lausanne. Vaccainen, whoever they want, and a first round pick. That's a huge haul. That's yes, we're talking goal. about Sidney Crosby. That's probably not enough to get it done, but I would do that right now. Like, I think you got to get rid. It's of a no sh- brainer. You got to get rid of a center. I, I think. I suppose, but I don't think that they're going to take a they're, a. they're a rebuilding team like that is not going to take David Krejci. Yeah.
1: Like
0: well, you're looking at like a like Coil or somebody.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I hate this. Yeah. I'm so glad it, I don't listen to Boston. It's Sports not going to happen anymore. I hate that. that was just, <laughs> I just I'd be needed, driving I home after an already shit day from work and then I'd just be like <laughs> infuriated immediately for no reason. What streaming. happened to Sports Radio just being like, a bunch of guys being like, we suck right now. And it's like, we do suck right now. What a bummer, right? And instead it's like, let's get you know, rid of you know the what? franchise, Cornerstone. His name is David Pasternak. We have him on a deal already. Let's make sure that Pittsburgh can rebuild as fast as possible. while well, we watched friggin' Patrice Bergeron and Sidney Crosby skate together until they're dust. Like, get out of here, dude. What do you mean? Oh. You,
0: Look, know, it, what, it you know what, what you would mean? really... Like I'll tell you exactly why they they make all these stupid hot takes and why it's the way that they are, and it's because of all the success that Boston Sports has had. Like if the Patriots didn't win all those Super Bowls or go to all those Super Bowls, if the the Red Sox didn't win a bunch of World Series in the last fifteen years, like or twenty years, whatever you whatever you want to call it, they wouldn't be making all these hot takes. Yeah. Like the success of Boston Sports has made their station successful. And they just say stuff because they know it gets a rise out of people. They get a million calls into the sports sub. People want to talk about it. Boston's yeah. very passionate I mean, about their sports, as you know. It's just, it's just a stupid take. It's not a, a hot take. No, and that's what made me so pissed off about it. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's 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 on it. It's either that's I guess that's where I'm like, it's either ill informed or it's 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 intentionally hot. And I don't know, maybe. But a my, bit of a my anger is there.
0: exactly what they want. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. They're, they, regardless, they're winning. I mean, I just went off on a tangent about it, even though I laughed originally. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, that's so ridiculous, I'm going to laugh at it. But then it still offended me so much, I had to have my moment, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's ridiculous. And, like, I get that. I, like, I, I like the whole shtick with, like, Toucher in the morning. Because, like, the whole thing was, like, they were the, you know, they were the they were the punk rock radio station. Anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, just to fill you in a little bit. The Sports Hub was created basically as we were starting to get into sports, there was one sports radio station WEI and then there was uh, WFAN which was a rock radio station that then was turned into 985 the sports Hub. And with that they kept the radio st- they kept the morning show from WFAN because it was it had such good ratings and just made it a sports show. It's a guy from Atlanta, Georgia. It was uh, another guy from the South. Shout out to... Actually, no shout out. Clark was apparently a terrible guy. But there was Crash Clark. And then Fred, <laughs> Fred Toucher from the Midwest, who's openly a Detroit fan. And kind of part of the shtick was like, we're talking sports. We have great interviews. They get Danny Ainge on, which I, I'm about to go into. They get uh, you know Mike Gorman... Scalabrini. They have very good connections. People like going on their show, and they do produce good sports content. It's still a radio morning show entertainment. But the shtick loses itself when you have everyone else on that radio station also be non-Boston fans. Now listen, I don't want to totally listen to homers, but I don't want to listen to Mike Felger, who's an Open Packers fan, get off about any time the Patriots drop the win in, in, in what would end up being a Super Bowl season. And that's just all it is. It's just shock value and it's just the phone's going to ring just as much when we're good as when we're bad. Maybe more so when we're bad. So I don't I don't get the 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 reason to just stir up. There's so many more productive conversations that could be had than that. And uh, you know, anyone who who agrees, I'm sorry that me and Andrew can't be from four to six in Boston. We would love to take those jobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and seriously. we're honest.
0: We're honest. We're real. So don't get me wrong. I I don't want to. You know, I. Used to enjoy listening to the Sports Hub. They they have some good stuff on there, but I will say that I I don't want to hear any takes from from Maz that aren't that don't include baseball. No. The guy knows what he's talking about when he's talking about baseball, yeah. and I you know I'm a, a Boston podcast host. I'm not. Uh, it's not my professional job like it is his. So I'm talking like this but he has a professional job doing something that you and I would love to be doing. It just diminishes the quality. I'm just telling you why I don't listen.
1: Yeah. It just diminishes the quality. It seemed like it was like a stigma
0: to be the homer,
1: and then they went so far that they overcorrected, and now I feel like EEI is maybe beating them in ratings. I don't
0: even know. They very well could be. I'm not sure either, but.
1: Anyways. I don't know, man. We We just gave them way
0: too much promotion. Seriously, let's let's talk about something even more fun, and that's the Celtics.
1: Yeah, baby. If you wanted positivity, too bad. (laughs) Tune out. (laughs) Tune out. (laughs) Hate to tell listeners to stop listening, but (laughs) nothing positive's coming now. Uh, I mean, here I'll give you a glimmer. Great Nuggets game. Great Nuggets game. We can't shut down Nikola Jokic. That's fine. It doesn't seem like the NBA can shut down Nikola Nikola Jokic. Uh, looked, looked solid. And then last night happened. And last night just, it was funny. It was almost funny to hear the way Scal and Mike just kept being like, yeah, they're doing the same thing. The Knicks did. They just took away the perimeter and, and beat the crap out of the cell. (laughs) Things like that's so frustrating to have the, it's so simply analyzed and still nothing is changing or fixing or adapting or anything like that. Um, Shout out to Jalen Brown for finishing fifth in the uh, All Star votes from today. Uh, but yeah, just to circle it back really quickly with ninety eight five this morning, Danny Ainge, as I mentioned, was on the morning show, and Danny basically said that there is what I said last week, and I'll I'll, I'll reiterate right now: this roster isn't good. It's, it's I, it's not. It has fantastic players, and I still say. I love it more than most rosters. But what Danny Ainge said is that this team is not good enough to win a
0: championship. And we I love we that. both agree. I love that he just came out and said it. And
1: another thing I'll give him credit for is he said, and there's one person to blame for that, and it's Danny Ainge. And he, I believe he even, the quote I read was that he even said it in third person like that. Um, so, great. But this is just. Do something. He's, he's, but he's not going to, unless it's the right thing. You right. know what I mean? So I just feel like we're a bit stuck here because, like, uh, the John Collins thing. I said I wanted to talk about the John Collins thing next time we recorded. John Collins, we watched him last night. He's fantastic. The problem with John Collins is is that he's going to demand so much money next year that we would literally be blowing the trade exception just to have him as a rental. John Collins, I don't think, puts this team into title top three contention, Even even Eastern Conference top three. I don't think it solidifies that personally. So it's tricky, and he's in a place where he's not going to do anything stupid, but I think there's going to be a lot of Danny hate going forward because he came out and he said that, and I don't think there's really anything right now that is looking juicy enough for him to pull the trigger on.
0: All right, so I have a couple things that I want to ask you about because uh, I've, I've been doing a little reading online about, I don't know if this is just people speculating or what, but there's been a lot of people being like, "There's too many personalities in this locker room that don't go together." So, like, what 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 I'm talking about specifically is people are saying, you know, Jalen Brown is there t- for Jalen Brown. He's not there for the Celtics. Disagree. Jalen Brown's there because he wants to make the All Star team. He doesn't want the Celtics to be his main priority. His main priority is him and, and building. a a name for himself which to an extent you need that as a player of course you need to be able to show that you're worth it to your team to other teams if for some reason you were ever going to be traded or you know or when free agency hits down the road but do you feel like there's a lot of personalities like him and Tatum aren't on the same page or you know he's playing more so for himself than playing as like a team player until
1: i hear it from national personalities that i believe in it feels like again i'm really gonna try to stop bringing up this radio station but it feels like sports hub drama it just feels like crap i don't i don't buy it no i don't buy it you're gonna tell me that jalen brown is clashing with who jason tatum the kid that he's known since they were both 15 they played aau their entire life i don't buy it i don't buy it this roster is just simply not it and you can see that when you have people like Shemi Ojale stepping up, you have a breakout year from a rookie who was drafted in the twenties. That hasn't happened since you and I have been watching the Celtics of of late. Yeah. You know, when's the Leon Poe was maybe the last guy drafted, like, and that was second round. Who knows? And I don't even think the Celtics drafted him. Like, we don't we don't know inside the locker room, and inside the locker room speculation, I think, is such crap because we we've. This team has played together at full strength four or five times. Not a great record, even with that. Kemba is still coming back. Brad Stevens has come out and said that he's going to give Kemba the keys. He believes in Kemba's ability to be who we need him to be on this team. We have just not seen this team at full strength, but we still, despite that, know that it's not good enough. And I just don't—when I, I, you blame chemistry, you're ignoring what you're lacking. You're saying that you have—I When I think, I think of when you blame chemistry, you're blaming— like you're saying they're good enough. If you're blaming chemistry, you're blaming the room. You're saying they're good enough to be champions. Danny Ainge is telling you they're not. I take that man's word on it. He's got there's no positive to him coming out and saying we're not good enough. We need to be better and I blame myself. That doesn't do anything except for us to be like, Okay, thanks for acknowledging that. Where's the trade that's gonna make this team better? You know, he's just now added pressure to himself. I I, I don't buy the chemistry thing at all. Like, who, who are these big heads? Is is there? Unless, is there still an undying issue from the smart thing and the Tatum thing and the Brown thing? But I, I, I don't believe that. I, I just don't. I refuse to believe it. And maybe maybe this is like, maybe I'm triggered right now. Maybe, honestly, like, I, I refuse to believe Jalen Brown doesn't work for this team. Because in my opinion, Jalen Brown is the only effing thing that's been working for this team all season long. And that has not okay. been stat padding in for himself.
0: So then, then let me ask you this. I am good. I sound like a complete hater whenever I talk about Brad Stevens, but I'm not. You know, I like him as a coach. I, I love think that Brad. he's a great coach. If Brad could be the
1: coach of the Celtics for the rest of my life, and I would love it. I still have plenty of things I have a problem with, but I still want Brad so, to be my coach.
0: Okay, so then that basically answers the question that I'm about to ask you, is that do you think that a change of, of coaching is what would turn this team around, or do you think that this team just doesn't have... What it takes with what it is.
1: I think it'd be easy to fire Brad and act like that's a that's a fix. But I think we're lucky. Do you think
0: that would actually help? I think it would screw us. I
1: think there's some good coaches available, but I think I think Brad's and here's I don't know. Now you're gonna get my hot take homer out of me, which is like I we try to avoid this, <laughs> you know. But I'm I'm gonna say it. I think Brad Stevens is the best coach of the NBA Celtics since Red Hour back. And I fully believe that, and I think Whoa. he is. And I and I think he is. I think he is just just like Jalen Brown was disrespected by his fellow NBA players in being voted fifth in the All Star ballots this year. Absolute crap. Behind Irving, who hasn't played every game, and Zach Levine, who's having a year. But come on, I don't know. Like I don't know. Right, fine, maybe Levine's fine, but. The disrespect for him to get fifth amongst amongst that, that's the same thing of the disrespect when Brad Stevens brought Joe Schmo and Jordan Crawford to the playoffs. And when, when what he did with Isaiah Thomas. And in 17, he got no votes for Coach of the Year. He gets no respect. Everyone steals his ATOs, and he still gets no respect. I think Brad Stevens is legit. He's frustrating to players. He's adversary. Maybe there's ways that he should change. We've heard a lot of issues. I've brought it up on this podcast about how he'll, you know, um, run brand new lineups in the playoffs with chemistry that hasn't even played together. So, you know, Isaiah Thomas came out and spoke out against that. So I I, I question Brad sometimes, but I I don't see a coach out there that I'm like, that guy's going to get the keys and I'm not going to
0: ask any questions. And that's totally fair, and, and I'm glad that you kind of laid it out that way because I know that, obviously, we know from all of sports that the easy way out is to fire a coach. Yeah. And that kind of is just a Band-Aid on your problem, and, and whether that even fixes anything or not, it doesn't matter. That's just a, that's just like a, an organization trying to pretend and and get fans to get off their back for a minute while they do something and probably still be bad, you know. So I don't think that that's the um, the solution either. But I think that something needs to be done with this team, and I I don't know what it is. Obviously, first of all, health. Yes, of course. We if the whole team is healthy and they play more than four or five games together, you can at least get a little bit of an idea of what you have. Yeah. Right now, you don't even know what you have. No,
1: you don't. And so, how do you assess who what to get rid of with that? I will say, right. uh, you know, Neesmith is looking pretty good. Um, I like what Tristan Thompson does for this team. He's not going to get you 10 points a game. He may not get you 10 points every three games, but he's going to get you those boards. We're better on the boards. We're better on the floor. It's been interesting seeing us without Tice. Um, I love seeing the Bob Bill minutes. We, we clearly have an influx at, at center. uh, and I think that's part of that's part of maybe a shakeup. Maybe that's a trade Tice type deal. And, I, you know, I don't want to advocate for that. Shout out to Tice for my birthday cameo for my ex-girlfriend. But you know, hell, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you'll read that script someday, dude, maybe. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I something's got to give and something's got to change. And we don't it's I'm, it's just so it's so obvious and annoying but this is where we're at to say it's just like every single one of those games there's at least a five minute chunk or it's the entire game where it's like damn I wish Marcus Smart was playing right now of course you do Yeah. of course you do and like tristan i don't think he's getting a fair shake from brad i think he's being restricted in minutes i hope he's proving himself to earn more minutes because he's much more legitimate on the boards than anyone than tice it's just that's just his size it's just his ability he's a he's a freak of a rebounder he's the first guy we've had to average 10 rebounds a game since al jefferson and that was back in 2008 you know it's just like i don't know i don't know what to do is that good i think that's good (laughs) <laughs> I think that's good, and I don't even know if he's averaging ten this year, which sucks. But you know, I love the young talent we have, but we got we are at a point now where we got to make a decision. Up until up until last year or this year, it was okay. Well, you know, Tatum and Brown are young, but we got the Eastern Conference Finals, or we're going to the playoffs every year. It's like cool. Now they're in those. Now they're in those prime contracts. They've both been signed to them. Now you need to make the team legitimate, and they've both ascended this year in in ways i i don't think totally in leadership ways and i think for jalen that's because he's not supposed to actually be the leader so he's trying to find this like scotty pippen type role and for tatum that's him playing hero ball and frustrating us to no end on several you know one out of every two <laughs> games so yep. I, I i don't have the answer i'm just glad that danny is not looking at at brad as the problem and that he does know that it is a problem but i i don't dude i i, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a trade happen I really wouldn't.
0: Well, it seems more like he might be playing the long game than he is playing the short game, right. as far as guess, like making right. a trade at the. And that's what I'm acknowledging. We're not, but we're not we're one running piece. out of
1: time now. Now we're now if we're they're on their one prime piece contracts, away. we're out of time. I mean, right. but are we? I don't know.
0: Well, you I would suppose think, it depends on the size of the piece, right? Like on who it is.
1: Well, and well, here's the conversation to have too. And here's the thing that everyone keeps saying because I and it, this is what we should really talk about because personally, I don't miss the guy. I don't, and I know he helped and everything like that, and I know it's an issue, but everyone's just like look at how bad it is without Hayward. It's like that was still that was still a team that was, you know, too much wings, too many wings. Like that was not spread talent enough. It'd be nice to do we could get a two guard and have Janlin play three and Tatum play four or we can get a center or whatever. I don't want Drummond. I don't. I just I I don't I don't know what the answer is, but I I could see nothing happening. I really could. I could see Danny riding this year out because the offer isn't gonna be there. Now does that waste? I'll tell you what the answer is right now.
0: I got the answer for you, dude. All
1: right. see if i can rondo oh man whoa not where i was going i was going to a different former guard (laughs) isaiah thomas uh yeah
0: well that that'll work too hey just by the way that's the third or fourth time that we've talked about isaiah thomas on this episode so shout out isaiah it if you want to come on be my guest okay
1: we're gonna get you one day dude i swear yeah yeah Um, i swear as we ascend you're you're just gonna want to be a part of this (laughs) no we love you you're a god um point god fourth god of the fourth king of the fourth um yeah man i I, i'm so frustrated with this team i just felt like we never even had a chance last night and that's ridiculous because this hawks team as loaded as they are with talent they're banged up and they have not played up to up to par it was the battle of teams who haven't played up to what how good they're supposed to be and we're supposed to be better than them and we lost
0: I can confirm that that is not good, by the way. I just looked it up. Yep.
1: We just checked. Yeah. That is not good. What is good is Peyton Pritchard being the uh, the all time greatest three point shooter for the Celtics as of right now. P. Rabbit. P. Rabbit, baby. I'm in on him. I like Neesmith, but, you know, we got to get rid of some of these young guys. Um, I don't want Trey Water. I I don't want Trey Waters off the bench. I love Javante Green as as a person, and I like what he does on the basketball court. But he's not a good cog in a machine. He's just a flashy dunker, in my opinion. Sorry, uh, Ogilvy, I think has actually carved out a roster spot, and you could totally file that under things I thought I'd never say in my entire life. But here we are. Um, you know, I. I don't know, I like the bench, but it's not it. We don't have any veterans scoring off the bench. Jeff Teague, remember when he played one game and then never played again? Thank God they're not playing him. Shout out to Greeny, Barstool Sports Greeny, who I bring up from time to time on here. He pointed out, he goes, if Jeff Teague isn't even going to be trusted with minutes in the Kemba rest games, which last night was off the back-to-back, let's free up that roster spot and get someone else. Look at the Nets. They keep bringing in people from free agency. I didn't even know we're still available. They just grabbed Iman Schumpert. I would have loved Iman Schumpert. That's scoring off the Dude, bench. Dude, what an
0: awful name, Sh- Shumpert? <laughs> Shumpert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a tough. One. Yo, I- I'm. I'm still kind of laughing about something that you had said earlier, and I think you know I might have to change my Twitter handle to Flashy Dunker. Flashy Dunker. I He said, yeah, he's just a flashy dunker That's
1: Javante, dude Flashy dunker He might have it taken, you gotta look it up Also, shout out to face tats in the NBA More face tats in the NBA Javante's got him Hell yeah Trilly Collie Stein's got him More face, normalized face tats in the NBA, please
0: I think that we got a little bit positive at the end there Not a whole lot, but like a little, like (laughs) A little I don't feel Glimpse of positivity I don't feel it And I feel like I feel like that's the way to wrap it up, unless right. you have something else. No,
1: we can have Sully talk. We'll have Sully recap the Tahoe game. I can't. I can't deal with him
0: right now. Oh my god. I I, I don't know if I don't know if people are after this whole negative thing. If Sully, who knows what Sully's gonna say? No, nothing good. He's he's gonna try to scalp you into a ticket for the game.
1: There's no, there's no tickets for the game. They're not supposed. No one's supposed to be there. He's just <laughs> he's a he's a bandit. <laughs> I wonder if
0: he'll try to like sneak into the game or something. He will.
1: He he swears he's got a he swears he has a set of trees that you can climb but no one will know you're in there, and he's selling them. Jeez, yeah. he knows the guy who does okay. the groundskeeping for the golf course they're playing on somehow. I don't know. I don't want to ask.
0: Oh, it's a whole thing. It's yeah, a whole uh, whole thing. We're, we we got to get him on. All
1: right, we'll get him on for the recap of Sunday because I'm I'm sure he'll want to talk to us about how he was there.
0: okay well so so for all you listening uh we appreciate it and hopefully we can pull off a win this weekend we do actually we do have a a couple guests lined up i won't say who they are yet because i want to make sure that you know everything goes smoothly but we will be announcing a couple guests pretty soon and doing a, a couple new episodes with uh some some friends some new friends and uh really looking forward to that.
1: Yeah man, likewise. Likewise. All right, well let's see if we have a better weekend. Yeah, let's go. All right.
0: Stretch.